Hello, third grade. Welcome to another week of teleteaching, and welcome to the month of May. Um, the weather was really, really nice uh, this weekend, and I hope you had an opportunity to get outside, walk around, enjoy the sunshine, maybe play a little sports, or you know, just enjoy life outside of uh, your home and outside of you know dark settings. So this week. I want to talk about uh, food, and I think it's on a lot of people's minds because the cooking that we do at home, or the food that we pick up from restaurants, or just the drinks that we uh, have each day—from milk to juice to water to iced tea to soda, coffee—I um, just think of all of that just being part of our day-to-day, -day, you know, routine and and what makes us feel comfortable uh, each and every day is the food that we get an opportunity to eat. And, you know, when I want to think about food, I want us to think about every meal of the day from breakfast to lunch uh, to dinner and how all of those meals are super important because they help us, you know, organize our day. I'll give you an example. You know, you get up in the morning, the first thing that you want to eat is breakfast, the meal that breaks that whole fast uh, that you had from the evening to the morning. Think about it. If you finish dinner, you know, before 8 p.m. and you don't eat breakfast again to the next day uh, until uh, maybe 6 or 7 a.m., I mean, you're talking uh, close to 10 hours without eating any food or drinking any water or anything. So breakfast is so important because what it does is it – energizes you for the rest of the day. And when I think of, you know, my favorite breakfast foods, uh, they go really along with the pastry sort of um, category. I mean, I love croissants. I love brioche. I love um, danishes. Uh, I love bread, you know, fresh toasted bread is just, it really helps me in the morning. Waffles, pancakes, you know, if I have the opportunity to make that, uh, all these great foods just um, make breakfast wonderful. Um, orange juice, coffee, uh, anything to really energize my day, give me my vitamins, give me my caffeine and get going for the day. And then your next meal is lunch. And then you have like maybe another five hours go by and then, you know, you're either in the classroom or you're at home and you're working and then you get hungry again. Uh, and then you think about, well, what are some of the best foods to eat for lunch? Now, I think sandwiches really fit nicely in that category. I think anybody who's had a sandwich really enjoys it. And um, uh, I also think of, you know, the little types of salads or fruits or something light that you can eat. Now, think about this class. Why would you eat something light for lunch? Because we were eating such heavy things for breakfast, Right. Why do we not want to eat too much for lunch? Well, if you think about it, if we eat too much, we'll slow down during the day because we still have about four or five hours left of our work day. Um, so we don't want to slow ourselves down. We don't want to feel too full or make our stomachs hurt or anything like that. So we have to keep it light for lunch. Then we have our snack because, you know, around two o'clock, the afternoon or three, you know, we start to feel like, oh, I need more energy. So 
I get a few snacks um, and I see the snacks you bring into school. You have fruit, you have chips, you have cookies, you have any small thing that has sugar to get you going and, and really help you out. And then in a few hours after that, you have dinner. Dinner has always, to me, been a very important meal as well because it gives you the opportunity to talk to your family, uh, your friends, or anybody you have dinner with about how your day was, how your week was. You know, it's, dinner is a conversation, really, uh, and, it, and it really helps you kind of close out your day in a positive way. Like, I've had dinners with friends and family where... I've talked to them about what I've learned in school and how successful that was or even how difficult that was. And it allowed me to really open up and, and get some uh, good ideas from uh, the people who are listening to me. And, you know, some of my favorite dinner foods were like spaghetti, meatballs, um, pizza, um, you know, chicken, uh, barbecue. I mean, there's just the sky's the limit when it comes to dinner, something really good and satisfying. Uh, and something that makes you feel comfortable. And you think about how much food is important in your life and the three meals you have a day, and think beyond that as well. Um, if you ever have the opportunity to have food uh, of different cultures and food outside the United States, um, I'll tell you that some of the best food I've eaten in my life was outside of the United States. Um, I remember... When I was living in Israel, the coffee in Israel, for some reason, was really, really good. And, you know, just having coffee together with my friends when we were studying, like maybe on a day off on a Sunday, we would sit around and have these really tasty ice cafes for hours and talk and, and reminisce and really, you know, relax and get recharged for the week. But I remember that food being so good. And then I guess when I was in Europe... The best food I ate there was a cheesecake from uh, San Sebastian, Spain, where the top of it was a uh, nice uh, crust and it was crunchy or, or the seafood I ate in that city or um, the uh, cheese I ate in France. I mean, or even in Canada, the maple syrup I had there was unbelievable. You know, I think that part of food is not only that it gives us structure each day, but it also opens our mind to different cultures, to different languages, to different perspectives. You know, food is such an important part in keeping us healthy and alive, but it also goes beyond that. It's not just to survive. It's also a culture in itself. You know, you think about all the restaurants in Red Bank and all of the people who work at those restaurants, you know, and I feel like it's such a tough time right now for everyone in Red Bank, in New Jersey, in the United States, who work in restaurants, who work in food. And with this podcast, I want us to think of all of them in this really tough time and really, you know, do our best to support them, to think about them and their families. And I hope that, you know, thinking about food this week, uh, like we thought about arts last week and the people in um, New York who, who are um, not working right now and, and that it gives you an idea that whatever's going on in the world right now, we have to stay positive and we have to think about everyone whose lives were affected because it's going to it's going to get better. We just need time.